0: Welcome back to Bit Different, everybody. This is
1: Satine. And this is Rob. Hi. 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 How are you? Great. I love Right before you? you spoke, you just gave this face like, no. <laughs> no. <I> sneezed <laughs> on my mic. You <laughs> <laughs> just gave this like, no, like face. No. I was like, all right. Um, hi.
0: Hello. Well. Yes. You want to start with it? Yeah.
1: Before we get into it, I think we should talk about what's really important right now. That's right. And what's important It's Comic-Con. It's (laughs) Comic-Con. Los Angeles Comic-Con to be specific. And uh, if you can't get enough of us and you just want to see us in person fumble over words and somehow see me try to make everything about The Simpsons. Yes. Because that's my superpower. And then
0: me make everything up about Chloe or... Witches. Witches. (laughs) Always. (laughs) Um, Then you should come and see us at Los Angeles Comic-Con
1: where we will be participating in the panel called what geek culture and fandom means for lgbt people that's right um it'll be on saturday october 27th at two thirty p.m at the los angeles convention center
0: oh you mean i can sleep in
1: yes i can't sleep in as much as i would like to
0: i can drink the night before
1: well when do you normally get up after you go on a, a bender like
0: 9 a.m.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. You're fine. <laughs> and I'm fine. I'm cool. As someone who, who like doesn't drink on weekends, I still tend to sleep in until about 3 or 4. So I'm going to have to set an alarm.
0: Yeah. You should do it. And I'm sure there's tickets still available. Yes. Yeah. And there's like 25 bucks a ticket Yeah. for an all-day pass to go shopping on the floor, to see other panels, to meet cool celebrities, artists, blah, blah, meet us. Which is probably the highlight of the day, but right, yeah. So, because yeah, I think I'm gonna stick around after. I mean, I'll stick around.
1: Yeah, I'm stick around. I, I have a I have a Halloween party to go to that night,
0: but like afternoon, I got nowhere to be. Really? Well, yeah. I don't have a party to go to because nobody likes me. Well, so. we
1: should talk because maybe you should come with me. All right, as my date because Todd won't be able to come with me. Then you just sealed the deal. <laughs> yeah. All right
0: then. Fine. Good. Good. I'm glad. All right. All right then. Fine then. Good. Can we start the podcast Well, actually, no. another little question. This is probably okay. a personal thing, but I'm just curious. Are you having
1: people over for Halloween? Like, on the day?
0: I have to talk to Steven, but okay. I was thinking about it. Because I know you always typically do. Yeah, because so. I live right off the boulevard, which is where, like, the largest Halloween event in the world happens. On Santa Monica, they have this parade and a bunch of... Like, everybody's performed there, from Britney Spears to who knows, and so, yeah, I'm right down the street from it. So people like to come over, party, eat, and then check out the costumes at the parade. So I don't see why not. Yeah, I think and it's
1: funny, in the past, I think Todd and I have just come here to like hang out, like eat pizza, watch a little bit of the craft. And then, we went, oh, yeah. and then we went home. We were like, well, let's just go home.
0: That was two years ago because yeah. last year I didn't do a party because I was in the middle of a film, remember? Mm. And I just couldn't do it. But I did go out that night too. And that, oh, I forgot her name, the actress who's in, she's a comedian. Fuck, I can't. My brain hurts. But anyway, I'll figure it out. Right. So yeah, I went to her house. It was great. Whatever. And so now I'm here. Nice.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, yeah. Uh if you guys can, you should come to LA Comic-Con. Come see us. October yes. 27th.
0: Yes. And
1: this message will repeat next week as well.
0: And every five minutes throughout yes. this podcast. The entire podcast is mostly
1: <laughs> going to be me trying to get you to come to Comic-Con and see us. Yes.
0: Agreed. Um, yeah. So, wait. What have you been up to? I know what you've been up to, and I'm super excited to hear all about it. So, why don't you just go right into it?
1: Well, um, I actually had a very busy weekend. It's been good. A um, very busy week. So, um... Let's just start at the beginning. The Halloween 2018 watch-through continues. Nice. Uh, Todd and I have since watched uh, numbers five and six of the series, The Revenge of Michael Myers and The Curse of Michael Myers. And uh, a friend of ours is actually in number five. Okay. So that was kind of fun to see him when he was a child uh, uh, that's in cool. that um and halloween six features a young paul rudd it is actually the first movie he was in apparently it says introducing paul stephen rudd what yeah um and i don't know if it was just a choice he made with the character or if he just wasn't really comfortable in front of the camera but his performance is super weird and like not very good (laughs) also the movie is straight up bad okay like halloween six is not not good He probably wasn't getting much direction. So, yeah. Next up is H2O. Um, Anyway, so that's a thing. Um, La, 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 la. Oh, okay. So, uh, on Saturday, just recently, um, I went to a birthday slash Halloween party uh, at this amazing house in the Hollywood Hills. Um, that was season of the witch themed
0: oh i think you mentioned that last week crazy
1: and like todd did a bunch of instagram stories about it because this house first off the house is incredible but um, on top of that like they actually cleared out rooms and like turned them into scenes from the movie like their main like entryway like a giant room it's not quite a foyer but it's like a giant living room right in the entryway there um they built like the control panel with all the scientists and a bunch of dummies of dead scientists laying dead there while the like played on all the tvs like
0: how did i miss these stories uh,
1: i don't know i'm sure i I can probably repost them because i think they
0: saved them all now
1: okay good. Um, yeah it was like really crazy and like their second bedroom they did like the woman who takes the misfire to the mouth and there was like a dead body on the ground with with like fake bugs coming out of it. Like it was a whole thing. Like they they did the house. Um, And it was super. That must've
0: been fucking expensive. (laughs) It was, it was
1: a cool party. Um, And it was a, yeah. So it was a birthday slash Halloween party for actually um, a trailer editor that I work with who is like a celebrity. He is like the horror trailer editor of note, uh, Bill Neal. He, um, cut the Texas Chainsaw remake. He did mother. Did do it. He did it. Oh, love it. Uh, he did uh, both. <clears throat> I think he did either one or both of the new Halloween trailers for the new movie. Sweet. Um and this is in the news, but let's just talk about it now. He also cut the pet cemetery trailer mm, that just dropped.
0: With John Lithgow.
1: Yep. Sweet. So anyway, but yeah, so that was it was amazing to be at that party cuz like uh first off, he's super cool. Uh and yeah, the house is awesome and just the whole get together was just kind of neat so
0: damn why couldn't that have been fun. the party on the 27th <laughs> sorry
1: <No! laughs> Todd went with me on that to that one so um and then uh also lots of watching lots of tv watching crazy ex-girlfriend is back which as someone who doesn't love musicals i love that show mm, so that's mm-hmm. fun uh season premiere was great very cool uh, i finished season two of the good place i'm on to the third season now um looking very promising very nice um and. Uh, on a personal note, I'm exploring a brave new frontier for myself, the frontier porn, of black <gasps> denim. Oh, I you've not, never
0: had black denim? I have not worn black denim since I think probably middle school. Well, Stevie Nicks has a song called Blue Denim, but not black denim. Well, I wear a lot of blue denim.
1: Hmm. Um, but yeah, this is a, a new thing for me. It's very odd. I'm not
0: totally used to it yet, but I'm getting more comfortable with the idea. I love black denim. What's well, I'm kind of enjoying it. It's nice. I don't wear anything that's too bright, so black denim is just
1: perfect. What's well, I usually tend to wear like a dark wash blue jean. Uh, black is, and it's, I wanted to go full black, but like these are kind of a, a light wash. Yeah. Um, but like, unfortunately, the full black ones were like really rigid and just didn't fit as well. Anyway, um, I promised a co-worker I would not go on about my clothes shopping experience, but uh, black jeans.
0: That's okay. Well, I'm wearing black shorts. You are. And also denim and yeah. a blue shirt just like you, so we Matchy, match. matchy. <laughs> and it has like white on white. <laughs> I can't right now. Yeah. I can't. Um,
1: and then also, uh, this is a thing where I've made a uh, terrible mistake, apparently. Yes. Um, so I fully kickstarted, like, everything I could get, I paid for, for the Dark Souls, the board game, Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. Just last week, eight more expansions arrived. Eight giant, giant fucking boxes arrived. And there is still, I think, six to eight more still coming.
0: Those people saw you coming. It's nuts. It's so
1: crazy. And, like, I haven't even played the game
0: yet. I don't know if it's good. I've made a terrible mistake. But you love it. I do. I, I the, it's more of a collecting thing. The stuff it that it comes like with a, is so cool. Now I have to
1: find a place to keep it, like to store it.
0: Well, I do it. I said, and just build the entire, like build the universe on a huge wall, <laughs> right? Just yeah, keep store them there vertically.
2: Yeah,
1: that'd it's, be cool. Yeah, it would be cool. Yeah. Anyway, so now to talk about the thing that you actually want to talk about, I think. Thank you. Finally, so, shit, I've been waiting all night. I know. I know. <laughs> so yesterday, Todd and I went to Universal, and we went to City Walk. And we saw bad times at the El Royale.
0: Oh, how was it?
1: It was not very good. It, it was more like long time at the El Royale. Gotcha. Um, yeah, it was, it was a bummer. It just I don't know. For it being from the director of Cabin in the Woods, I thought it was going to be a lot more smart and fun, and like it had a good cast. And it's a very straightforward movie. It's fine. I just wanted it to be much smarter than it was. Okay. But like, uh, I don't remember her full name. Um, but um, Cynthia. It's like Envirion or something like that. Uh, She, I I don't know exactly what her last name is, but um, she's the the black woman in the trailer who's singing. Um, She actually won the Tony for Best Actress for The Color Purple. Oh, okay. And she's great. Uh, She was awesome. And like Jeff Bridges is good. Chris Hemsworth is charming, but not as charming as I thought he'd be.
0: I love Chris Hemsworth. Oh, and
1: he's like shirtless the whole movie.
0: And I love Ian Hemsworth. And I just want to be a part. Ian Hemsworth? Yeah, that's his younger brother. Isn't that his name? Liam. Liam. Sorry. You're right. Ooh. See, I don't even know. He's so hot, I can't even tell what his name is. And then there's Luke Hemsworth, the other brother. He's who's, hot, too. Who's on, who's on Westworld. God
1: damn it. Um. Anyway, so, but once that movie was done... Todd and I went to Halloween Horror Nights.
0: Yes, this is
1: the part I've been waiting for. Yeah, <laughs> I just liked a little bit of misdirection there with that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we did Halloween Horror Nights, which this year for um, Universal Studios Hollywood, the um, the mazes were classic Universal Monsters themed. <laughs> uh, Halloween 4, the return of Michael Myers.
2: Ching, ching, ching.
1: Horrors of Blumhouse, which uh, this year it was uh, Unfriended and and, uh, Truth or Dare. Mm. Oh, no, it's
0: the baby cry. (laughs) (laughs) That's uh, the baby. That's um, Truth or Dare. No, that's that's Happy Death Day. Happy Death Day. All right, so
1: so we got Monsters, Halloween 4, Blumhouse,
0: Stranger Things. The Upside Down. <laughs>
1: trick-or-treat
0: trick-or-treat <laughs> <laughs> wow um poltergeist Ooh. how you say it was there
1: here there you go um the first purge uh, um, assorted soundbite from that movie vote for me <laughs> <laughs> And um, as always, uh, Terror Tram, which this year was a similar theme to last year where there was like an escaped crazy clown on the back lot.
0: Oh, last one I went to was The Purge.
1: Oh, God, I think it was like two years ago. Because, yeah, th- last year they did like the Koodles the Clown is uh, running wild on the back lot after he's escaped from that somewhere. That sounds pretty terrifying. Um, It's a cool idea. Um, It had a lot of ideas, but it didn't really bring them all to life. This year I do think was probably one of the... Lesser years for Horror Nights, but I still had fun. Like Todd and I, still had a good time. Um, what was your favorite maze? Strangely enough, I actually think it might have been the classic
0: Universal Monsters one. And they always have that same one.
1: They always have something like that. It's like Monster Remix or like they yeah. always have something that's kind of a little just like a, it feels like the throwaway maze. Uh-huh. And it was actually really fun because it was long, and it covered a lot of ground between you know uh, the Invisible Man, Wolfman, Man frankenstein and uh dracula and did i say wolfman already yeah the and... um creature from the La- black lagoon uh yes and uh, actually the, the mummy. mummy was in there for a little bit um i do oh, phantom of the opera was in it too oh sweet like it was a lot of classic universal horror and um it was long and it was really cool um and uh there were some really great scenes like there was one scene where the the bride of frankenstein's being like built
0: Oh, that's cool.
1: And um, they had, like, these really great sort of, like, threads of lights going over to, I like, the thing seen that, that Frankenstein's yeah. holding. And so, yeah, you could see these, like, light traces going, like, as if it's powering him.
0: I remember that. It was really cool.
1: Um, And, yeah, and, like, the two I was actually looking forward to the most this year were... Um, Stranger Things. Stranger Things and Poltergeist. And no good they were both kind of a letdown i but the problem is though i mean you know anytime you go through one of these mazes it is a different experience than if you went through it a different time and so um i feel like with poltergeist i felt almost like um everyone was on break it seemed a little empty oh and like i loved i love going through the maze because i thought it was really great like um set reproduction like they did a good job of telling the story of the the movie the movie like via visuals yeah like that was awesome they did a really cool thing with a lot of that but like especially even the part where like you're going through like the flooded pool with all the bodies coming up like they found a way to make it so you were just kind of walking in i guess what would be the pool if there was if there was no water gotcha and like so they did a lot of cool stuff like that but like there's weren't that many scares and like stranger things the maze was kind of awesome to like walk through the buyer's house with you know the writing on the wall with all the christmas lights and um it was cool to see the woman dressed up as winona Ryder and like seeing some of the characters that you know and love and and like the the, what they did for the upside down was actually pretty cool but the maze was about as scary as the tv show which is to say not very yeah um but it's was that
0: huge monster in there
1: the demogorgon um not as a giant version of the demogorgon but like they had um performers in like body suits with a mask gotcha and those were actually really great like a lot of the character design was really good it just wasn't especially scary
0: you know which one maze i wish they would resurrect Hmm. fucking la llorona okay
1: i was hoping you'd say la llorona that that was my favorite
0: terrifying
1: la llorona was so good (laughs) and it bums me out that they didn't do any folklore one this year because I, um. I feel like they've done, like, one mm-hmm. folklore thing per year for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I think it really kind of started almost with La Llorona, And I wasn't familiar with the story at all. Terrifying. And, like, after hearing it and seeing it and walking through it, I was like, that was so great. Because, I mean, none of us were attached to any visuals from that. They just I almost shit it. myself. That was a
0: scary fucking maze. At the end? Because
1: we did that one together, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: That was, I think, my first Horror night. Oh, man. that's was, like, four years ago. God. And the end, when that big old fucking head comes at you and those arms reach out at you, but you can't tell because of the bright light, I almost screamed (laughs) my head off. (laughs) (laughs) That was so fun. Awful. Uh, Crystal's the one who got it like full blast though. She oh. like walked right into it. Well, I still remember like during TerraTram,
1: she like cowered on the floor at one point. I think. Oh, yeah. Like someone came at her from above and she just crumpled to the floor <laughs> in yeah. a ball and just yelled. <laughs> that was so good. Although, in her defense, a guy from my bowling team has done exactly the same move in the same spot.
0: Yeah, play possum.
1: Yeah, just like <laughs> crawl in a ball and just yell because if you get down low enough, they can't get you. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, That's so yeah, so funny. So it's been a busy
0: week for me. Uh, yeah. How about you? What have you been up to? Um, working. Yes. I worked with you. Yes. That was nice, and I had a great time. Well, good. Glad to have you. Thank you. And um, other than that, I you know I've just been reading a lot. Yeah. And watching a lot of flicks. Yeah. I watched. Hocus Pocus. A lot of flicks of the net variety. I I almost I'm
1: listening to last mm. week's podcast just to make sure everything uploaded right and sounds yeah. good. Um making sure it's up to Arc standards. Yeah. Uh and um I remember yeah, you saying like you wanted to watch Hocus Pocus. I really wanted to like come in hot and be like, well, here comes the important question. Did you watch Hocus Pocus this week?
0: Zachary Binks.
1: <laughs> so okay, so you watch
0: Hocus Pocus. What else? You. Yes. Um I watched Hocus Pocus, and if you haven't seen it, do it. And then, um, The Uninvited. Oh, that's I, a fun movie with Elizabeth ha- Banks? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I just wanted her to say the entire time, welcome, welcome, happy Hunger Games. <laughs> but so, she didn't. Without spoiling the ending, yes.
1: Did you see the ending coming?
0: Well, I guessed
1: the ending. Oh. And then
0: Stephen tried to, um,. He put other ideas into my head, which could have been possible. So then I started to guess my, my second guess yourself. Yeah, and then I, at the end I was like, "Uh, yeah, it nice makes sense." Try, but he started falling asleep through it too. So mm. maybe he wasn't paying as much attention to it as I was. Oh, was, so he hadn't seen it? No, we had both oh, not seen it. it. Yeah, so that was good. It was the ending was a little lackluster, only because I saw it coming. Well, it's a remake of a Korean film.
1: Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, Tale of yeah. Two Sisters. Um, well curious. So how far into the movie were you when you saw the twist coming? Pretty damn early on. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because when I saw The Uninvited, I did not see that coming at all. Oh. Um, but then I saw another movie a couple years later, which I will not say what it is because I just don't want to spoil it for anybody who actually like wants to see that. And um it's another movie that came out and I was really excited about it. And like two or three scenes into it I suddenly just sort of kick back and I was like, Oh, yeah, I know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, I was like, oh no. <laughs> and Todd's like, what? And I was like, I don't even know if this movie has a twist, but if it does, I think I just figured it out. And he was like, Okay. And then we just kept watching, and like 20 minutes later, he pauses it and he's like, All right, just tell me what you think it is. And I was like, Well, I want to tell you because if I'm right, then it's gonna ruin everything. And it did. And and he's like, Well, no, just tell me. And I was like, All right, I think it's this. And he was like, Oh. Well, I guess I could see that. Then he started watching the movie, like I was, of where everything was backing it Bought up. into place. And by the time the movie was done, it was like, and there's this thing. And we, we were both like, yeah, we, we know. know. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I felt bad. I ruined that movie for him unintentionally. Uh, um, and and, what's, and it's, it was so funny because I feel like in any other state, I may not have caught that. But suddenly it was just like one thing was just like, doing. that's it yeah anyway so sorry to watch the uninvited i watched
0: it um one thing i want to say is elizabeth banks is stunning and she was like in that movie not quite a big deal yet at the no, time no she
1: wasn't yeah like and she done like wet hot american summer and like maybe a couple other things
0: yeah it was back in 2006 i think it was a movie. long time ago yeah
1: so i liked it and that's emily
0: browning right Mm, the girl yeah I, from I have, sucker punch i have no idea who that oh. girl was she looked crazy to me well and it's a,
1: her sister has such a pleasing look to me i don't really know who she is and i don't think i've seen her in anything else mm. but like every time she was on camera i could not like i could not take my eyes off her
0: yeah like, she has a really would, plain
1: look but it's 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 a very strong look
0: i i would say the same thing about elizabeth banks it's plain but it's strong yeah kind of like um uh rebecca romaine yeah, she's plain, but if there's something about her I cannot stop looking at her.
1: Like, and and they definitely like. It's funny. I mean, I feel like so many people like if I describe them as sort of plain looking, I wouldn't be able to like rebuild their face in my head, and I totally can. Yeah, I want to say she has a strong eyebrow. Oh, probably. I think she had like a, a pretty thick eyebrow. But, like, I do
0: love a strong eyebrow.
1: <laughs> but yeah, she had like a she had a good look about her. I,
0: I really I did like that movie. Who was the dad in it? Um, he was the same um, father from The River Wild, <sighs> David Strathairn. Okay, yes. I thought it was him. I wasn't yes. sure. Yes. Okay, which Stephen has not seen the River <gasps> Wild. I know. I need to get a copy. I need to find it. I need to. Grab I have it. it. Do you? Can of I, I borrow I have the it? River Wild? Yes. Just remind me later because oh, I won't remember God. otherwise. I wonder if I can still quote that movie like 20 years later. Oh my God, I fucking love, 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 love that movie. Love. Holy shit! And that movie has
1: like a crazy cast now. Like if you look, at oh, yeah, like, where they've all the gone. The perfect cast. Because yeah, it's got Benjamin Bratt, Ke- like Kevin Bacon, John C. Riley, obviously Meryl Streep, David Strathairn, Joseph Mazzello. Like, yeah, this goes on. Holy shit. That they, movie.
0: That casting director knew what they were doing. God you know? damn it.
1: I love that movie.
0: <laughs> Sorry. I'm, no, you're good. I'm actually writing on next week's agenda already, River Wild. Hopefully I will
1: remember that before I leave the house.
0: Yeah, totally. And then um one other thing I watched, which was in the vein. It's a cartoon in the vein of Miyazaki, but not Miyazaki was called. It's on Netflix. Mary and the Witch's Flower. Hmm. And it's about this girl who goes away to the country to live with her aunt, discovers this enchanted flower in the woods. It bestows these magical powers upon her. And she's um, initiated by default into this witch's academy. And from there, like, everything. Hogwarts. No. No. Because there is an underlying evil at this academy. So, now I got your attention. So, now you have to watch it. What's it called again? Mary and the Witch's Flower. It's on Netflix? It's on Netflix, and it it looks like Miyazaki, so it's beautiful. And I guess the um, director or the creator or whatever, he used to actually work for... Um, Studio Ghibli. Ghibli, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, cool. And then um, this week, I want to watch lore. I want to get through season one and two. Uh, Even though I've heard most of the podcast, I've been through like 60 episodes of the podcast. Todd loved season one. He was really upset there was only six episodes. I think the first episode with um, Campbell Scott just was so slow that it just kind of turned me off. But I also had a boy over at the time. So maybe that could have been part of the problem. (laughs) Boys are often the problem. I, they're, they just can't keep their hands to themselves. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh. <laughs> okay. So, should we get into the meat Let's of the Let's talk about cats? some gaming. Let's do it. You, uh, you you go.
1: Okay yeah um all right well let me start with this because i always forget to talk about it earlier uh new to backward compatible uh stuff is um metal gear solid 2 and 3 from xbox 360 backward compatible on xbox one very cool that is the end of that um so uh as the thing i talked about a couple weeks ago mark of the ninja remastered came out on october 9th it is a 2d stealth platformer that's really great a uh, really good soundtrack i mentioned briefly that it features like the asian canadian band yamantaka sonic titan 2 weeks ago Yes. Anywho, it's in the episode's inspiration if you want to relive the good old days, even though I kind of just said everything I said earlier, but faster. Um, <laughs> Mark the Ninja Remastered is now multi-platform instead of just on 360. Uh, it turns out for me, I guess, it was like a free re-download on Xbox One, uh, and I started playing it again because oh, nice.
0: it's so fucking good. Now, is um, the animation style more realistic, or is it cartoony? Cartoon. It's oh. like cel-shaded. Or not cel-shaded, it's just cell style animation. Gotcha. Like,
1: did you ever play the game Shank? No. Are you familiar with the game Shank? No. All right. That was a game on PS3 called Shank and Shank 2 uh, from uh, Chloe Games. And they ha- it has like a cartoony kind of animation style to it. And Mark of the Ninja has a similar style. But Mark of the Ninja is, I think, a better game. It plays better. Sweet. But like and it does such a good job of like handling the 2D stealth mm-hmm. genre yeah. and that like when you are in the light, you look like you normally do. And as soon as you're in the shadows or you are able to, are able to be hidden <gasps> Excuse me. Your entire character's color palette changes to like I think black with a with red highlights or something. Like they, they actually do a really good job of visually telling you when you are hidden and when you're not. And, like, they make a clear distinction of, like, when if you do something that makes a noise. Like, it gives you a radius of the noise. It just it does a lot of things that a lot of games do, but it does them all so well.
0: Yeah, this looks like it's right up my alley. Shout I out, do love a side-scroller. Yeah, Mark the Ninja harmer.
1: is absolutely worth it. It's great. and It has a good story, too.
0: Nice. Do you remember gi joe the video game on the nes
1: no i never played it
0: did we talk about this before no but as someone who's not a gi joe guy i think that's probably why i never played it mm. growing up um, i loved it it was like contra but you could choose which joe you wanted to play and how many joes are there in gi joe a billion. Oh, really yeah because gi joe is like the organization oh it's i didn't not know the person oh, well, <laughs> i thought it was like a guy like no. general issue joe and so I figured, like, it's just like, a, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> but I love that you didn't know that. Um, but the main, like, I'd say the head of GI Joe. Next, next thing you're going to tell me that the four Ninja Turtles
1: were not actually the Renaissance painters that were turned into turtles. Oh, they were. Okay, good. Okay, as long as I have that part right.
0: Gosh, don't you know your history? Yeah, duh. Like uh, Leonardo
1: was really great with two swords. So yeah. of course, when he got turned into a turtle, that's what he did.
0: <laughs> duh. Yeah. Um, so sorry. Continue. Oh yeah. Yeah, so, um, like, the leader of G.I. Joe is Duke. Okay. You know that name, Duke? I was not familiar
1: there was a Duke in G.I. Joe.
0: There is a Duke. And then it kind of just trickles down. There's um, Lady J, and then there's, like, um, uh, Snake Eyes, and then it just kind of trickles down to all these other characters. Okay, so Snake Eyes. Cobra Commander is part of that, though, right? Cobra Commander is the leader of Cobra. Which is another organization. But not Cobra Kai, because Cobra Kai is the karate kid, right? Correct. Okay. And the leader of Cobra, well, there's Serpentor, who is above Cobra Commander, Commander, and then above Serpentor is Golobulus, who created Cobra and Cobra Law way (laughs) back in the day when... It's all you just said, Kabbalah, funny. Cobra, la 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 la. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so anyway, it's like this ancient civilization that became Cobra as of today, as like this organization trying to take over the world so Cra- I i feel like nick is probably screaming
1: at his phone right now in just disbelief that i have no idea what i'm talking about you need
0: to see the gi joe movie i think i might have
1: that from my time at rhino and i never watched it you need to watch it
0: and the soundtrack's great too like the cartoon the cartoon okay not the live action one no i mean okay. you could watch that too but it's the second one's better than the first one but yeah no watch the movie okay it's pretty good I mean, maybe we should do, like, a movie night. That way you can actually answer questions about who everybody is. Yeah, I would love to. Because I'm, I'm going to need you um, as a
1: decoder ring for that.
0: I used to collect G.I. Joe. Did, I, did you know that? Yeah, I think I knew that. Yeah, and so I used to pretty much have almost every figure ever imaginable. And we had, like, the all the toys opened and, of course, in boxes. So Travis and I used to, like, set up the – there's this one toy that's, like, the um, – aircraft carrier Mm -hmm. and we had a pool table in our game room and this thing covered the entire pool table that's how big this toy is it's i think the biggest toy ever made it's like the dark souls board game expansions right i think you beat it (laughs) it was the biggest (laughs) toy ever made and um And we used to set up like these cute little like scenes and take pictures of it, and we were we were you know we're artsy fartsy. Yeah. So yeah, that's fun. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so yeah, GI Joe. The anyway, this reminds me kind of of GI Joe the video game where it's kind of contra. You could choose your own character. They had different powers. Blah blah blah. That's where that went. Well, you should use that excitement about
1: GI Joe and go get. Mark of the Ninja. It's yo-jo. It's real good. Okay. Um, Also, um, I've been playing Forza Horizon 4, which is gorgeous. Oh, my God. I enjoy racing games, though, at least for a little bit. And the Horizon series is always super fun. So, um, playing Forza Horizon 4, having a good time, Hmm. buying as many Porsche-made vehicles as I can, because I like driving those. In very the, nice in the, in the game
0: do um, any of them have chrome finishes
1: they could because i only drive chrome finished cars that is an option i think or you can do like various brush deals and stuff
0: yes that's what i want
1: <laughs> um and just today i got to play a little bit of call of duty black ops 4 i got to do the blackout mode which is their battle royale
0: oh you're playing that I, I watched some people play last I played night today. I'm like,
1: nope. I played it today at work for a minute just to try it out cuz I just don't know if it's going to speak to me. Um, cuz the nice thing is like I enjoy like the battle royale genre like PUBG, um, I guess Fortnite in theory, but I, like, you know, all the friends are PUBG players. Mm-hmm. And so um, I spent more time with PUBG than any o- any other one. And like I like the fact that Call of Duty uses a muscle that I already have, which is first person gaming. And it just kind of makes sense, like because I'm not like I feel like the controls in PUBG, um, I I'm very clumsy with them still because it's mouse and keyboard and I'm not totally used to it. And I know it is on Xbox now, but like, um, none of my friends are playing it on that, so I don't want to yeah. do it yet. But like, Blackout was fun. I had a good time with it. But um, definitely, I mean, it definitely I'm used to a different type of battle royale game. So played that for a little bit just to give it a go. Very cool. And then lastly, I've been playing a game that I think you just started playing, so you should start with that one.
0: Oh, are you talking about Assassin's Creed Odyssey? I might be. Because I am playing that. Yeah. And I really enjoy it. Yeah. But I love all Assassin's Creed games. Not equally. Yeah. Okay. Well, no. But... It's
1: okay with my favorites.
0: Yeah, I really do like this. I mean, I love, first of all, that you can play as a woman. Mm -hmm. In the beginning, you can choose if you want to play as Cassandra or Alexio? Alexios. Alexios. Alexios and i chose cassandra who did you choose i chose alexios sweet well, so we'll have different stories well and it's funny because i actually googled
1: even earlier i was like hey who should i play as because i wanted the better experience because mm-hmm. um you know i mean everyone talks about fem Shep was the much better voice performer and all that sort of stuff true and um but like everyone's like oh it's basically the same yeah and i was like well really like totally and they're like yeah it's basically the same like they're kind of the same level of performance and same type of everything and I was like all right well I'll pick Alexios so I can just stare at him
0: yeah I you know I almost picked him just so I could stare at him yeah but I was like no I'm going to go for the girl because you can never play girls in games yeah typically no,
1: it, I I do kind of wish I played Cassandra because I know that like Ubisoft keeps um track of a lot of player metrics and I imagine they probably know which character you choose and I would like to up those numbers I would like to actually show that people are are drawn to
0: a female character yeah and because I because I am I just I felt bad I didn't choose her I wonder what that ratio is because everybody I see streaming this game is playing Cassandra really yeah good so well that's good yeah so um just a little background of this game um my character well our characters because they both probably have the same background story um a child of Sparta abandoned by their father at a young age you're trained as a spartan warrior as a young age and um at the point i'm at i'm trying i'm i am i mean it's not that far into the game like you have to go quite a ways to get just to the title sequence
1: yes that title sequence was several hours in
0: yeah i would say 5
1: yeah it's it's quite a while i'd read some things saying like the first 15 hours of the game are kind of slow um which I could see that. I um, enjoyed it, though. You yeah, know, I'm, I'm not having a bad time at all.
0: Yeah, I mean, in the first, before you even leave the island, um, you go to the ruins of Odysseus. I mean, yeah, Odysseus, where his temple was. and You can hang off of Zeus's dick. Oh, yeah, you can. Oh, I got a photo. And I'm, like, right up in his ass the whole time. Like, I'm trying to shove my character up it. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, yeah, that's the first uh, synchronization point
1: is yeah, on Zeus's on... lightning bolt. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I was hanging off a different lightning bolt, if you know what okay. I'm saying.
0: Okay, I need to see that photo. Please. Yeah, I'll pull please. it up on the phone. And thank you. Continue talking about the game though. Um yeah, so well the difference is I don't know. I never played Black Flag, but could you control ships in Black Flag? Yes. Okay, so this one you can too and you can Oh my God, that's so good. Can you please post that on the instas? Yeah. And also I have a I have a Distant shot. You can
1: see him just dangling
0: he off the wang. He literally a dingleberry on Zeus's dick. He's just hanging
1: right on that foreskin. God, Look at him go. I also got it. this this suggestive photo of a uh, pretty saucy oh statue. Uh, and you Where can, is this can You can scroll to the right and see another angle of it. Um, it's a pretty saucy photo of two na- very naked men uh, wrestling. It's in front of a gymnasium. But it looks very suggestive. <laughs>
0: Oh, with good reason. I'm sure it's an actual statue. And those are some good-looking butts. Look at... like They work out. God damn. Oh, yeah.
1: That's nice. We'll post some stuff. That's nice. Right? So, um, yeah, I've been having uh, classy, classy fun playing that game. Oh, yeah.
0: I love all the naked men in this game. Right? Yeah. um, You can visit different... uh, you're talking about naked men, but I'm talking about historic places. Okay, sorry. We're on two different trains right now, and they're both going to collide if we don't stop. All right, fine. <laughs> no, but please talk about the men. Um, <laughs> yeah, and um, you could go to the temples of the gods. You could collect shit. It's basically the same thing you see in every Assassin's Creed game, except this one is in ancient Greece. Yes. And it's also in the middle of the Spartan versus Athenian War. Yes, the Peloponnesian War. The Peloponnesian War, yeah. So it's cool.
1: I like it. Yeah, I'm having a good time with it too. I just hit like level 20 something.
0: Damn, girl.
1: Um, You're far. I put some time into it this weekend. Um, I'm almost at nine. It's been fun. And um, like you're you're probably about to hit a point in the plot. I don't want to ruin anything. But like you're about to get another like tab on your menu. Um where it finally starts giving you some targets that you need to be assassinating.
0: like the mercenaries.
1: Uh, you're a mercenary. Um,
0: but then there are also mercenaries that oh,
1: there's another tab on top of the mercenaries that are after you.
0: Oh damn. yeah
1: like no like this game has a lot of stuff in it.
0: Well um, it kind of reminds me of um the Lord of the Rings shadow of War
1: yeah there's... where shit just
0: keeps coming at you and it never ends. The
1: fact that you actually have like a sort of a, a notoriety meter and the higher it goes, the more mercenaries are coming after you is very Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor. Yeah. Um, and both good and bad. Like, all the characters seem to have their own strengths and weaknesses that you can check on the mercenaries menu. Um, but the problem is, it does throw a lot of characters at you that are so high level that you cannot beat them. And so sometimes you have to know when to run. Yeah. And to kill a sponsor to drop your notoriety. Yeah. Or pay them off. Um, But yeah, you are about to open up another tab, which is actually really great, and I don't want to spoil anything, so we'll just kind of keep that mum for now. Um, but... Uh, the cool thing is, like, there was an article on that Kotaku posted that I didn't even realize it until I started playing it. Um, I don't know if you've noticed this yet, but it's kind of a fun thing on the abilities menu for Assassin's Creed. Uh-huh. You know, there's all the different sort of uh, paths you can take: the hunter, the warrior, or the assassin path. Yeah, um, I'm kind of just filling them up as I go. I'm barely doing hunter. I'm mostly warrior.
0: Well, the, most of the tabs won't let you upgrade until you're, like, level 16 or whatever. i are like, I'm waiting. To... There are some tiers. Well, and also, some of them you can do multiple times. Gotcha. Like, there's, like, well, three yeah, levels but still, or something. yeah, it still says you have to be level 16 or please progress further in the game. Or... Yeah, there are some
1: that, but, like, there's usually enough you can do. But at the very bottom, there are passive abilities that are just innately yours. Yeah. And one of them is called the Leap of Faith, which, have you read the details on that one? No. It's kind of interesting from the get-go, right? When you start playing the game, you cannot die from fall damage. I knew that. That's so cool. Steven
0: told me that. Yeah, because I
1: read on on Kotaku and I didn't even think about it. Like if you jump from a super high place and you don't do like your leap of faith swan dive into something soft, and you just land, um, it will knock potentially all of your health out, but it will not kill you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then your health recharges pretty fast. Yeah. Um, and then once you hit level twenty you receive zero fall damage completely. You can com- you totally can just jump from anywhere, land, and walk on.
0: That sounds good. It's
1: kind of nice, actually, for them to sort of just get rid of this sort of thing that, like... Because often... I mean, I, I think the Assassin's Creed games have great control. I actually feel like I can usually control my Assassin very well. Mm-hmm. But I've still made a handful of dumb fuck-ups where, like, I've... Just jump to the left instead of the right. And I didn't go to the hay bale. Instead, I just fell to my death. Yeah. And so um, it's kind of nice. Yeah. To like have no more desynchronizations based on gravity.
0: Yeah. No, that's cool. And it makes it easier to, especially since you have mercenaries and other things chasing you, it's kind of gives you a way to get away. Yeah. A little bit of an advantage there. Yeah.
1: So yeah. Well, I'm glad you're enjoying Assassin's Creed
0: Odyssey. I do. I do. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I do. And I plus um, and plus I like how you can upgrade everything. Oh, all the weapons. The and... weapons you can add um, etchings to it to upgrade it even further. Um, you can swap weapons, buy weapons, and the other assassins. Can you buy new weapons? I don't remember that.
1: You can buy new weapons, but they tend to not necessarily scale with your level. Gotcha. Um, Because like you couldn't upgrade them, I don't think, to make them keep up with you. Because in this one, like if you have a thing that has like a level sixteen prerequisite to be able to use, and you're level twenty, that weapon's going to be eighty hit points or eighty attack points lower than a rando piece of gear that you find at the level you're currently at Mm. but if it's like a piece of epic gear where you have a lot of you know uh where you have like you've done uh uh and um engraving on it that you love and it just has all these features that you like because like you know uh your standard gear i think has like one or two slots where it has like one built-in sort of stat and then you can upgrade to add a second one yeah And then, like, the blue pieces of of armor have two, and then you get to add a third one. And the yellow Yellow, ones... the legendaries. I think those have three, and you get to add a fourth, and they have a passive one where the more things you have from that set of armor, the more that thing goes up.
0: And then there's a purple set as well?
1: Oh, then maybe, I think the purples are...
0: Under legendary?
1: I think the purples are under legendary. I think the yellows are the highest. Gotcha. Because there's, like, there's, oh, yeah, standard, rare, epic, legendary. Gotcha. Um, but, yeah, no, it's, it like, it's funny, the economy in that game is pretty tight, though, in that, like, I never have enough resources to upgrade all my shit. I have to make very hard choices.
0: Yeah. Well, it's I kind of um, nice, though. But you can find stuff yeah. pretty easily. No, it's, I do tend to just sort of move on to a new piece of, of
1: hardware. But, like, I always have those... Legendary pieces that are just way under leveled. Where I'm just like, someday I'll have enough lumber and iron ore to, I, um,
0: you know, to upgrade this piece of equipment. I just got my first legendary um, bracers. Mm, yeah, and I'm like, fuck yeah! I cannot wait to be a level ten or nine or whatever. I need <laughs> oh, it's so one be. level above you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I want to wear this shit. And then by the time you
1: get to like level thirteen, and you haven't, you don't have enough uh, currency or enough materials to upgrade it to keep up with you. When you get a piece of, like, 13 bracers that are just standard, you would be like, well, I'll wear these for a while.
0: you will just Ooh. move on.
1: They need a lot of a lot of
0: resources to upgrade
1: well and the higher your level is the more you need to get it caught up to you yeah because like yeah if it was like if you're you know you have some level 13 gear and you're level 16 it's going to cost x amount but if you hit level 17 to get it caught up to you it's more it's it's now y amount
0: can't wait for that all right well yeah so yeah i'm liking it Well, i'm glad you're enjoying it because i am too sweet we have that in common have you romanced anybody yet i here we go i have tried
1: uh i i tried romancing a man earlier that did not go well um i did however romance an old woman
0: oh i bet she was super excited oh yeah and
1: i did like a a screen i captured the video of it (laughs) because i had to remember it because it was a kind of a sex worker kind of moment where like literally like i banged an old it was like it was and she paid you it was a very it was very porny in that like it doesn't show anything obviously but like it's it's, not like the witcher no it's a plot line about like an old woman who can't get sexually satisfied so she wants you to get something so her husband will be more virile Uh and you do it and he's like i'm old and tired i just can't and then you're like and so i was like fuck it let's just see how this goes and i was like maybe i could do it and she was like come with me and then like Old man is like, go at it, have fun. So it was a kind of like a weird cuckold fantasy where he was standing outside while I was porking his wife, and then I came out and he was like, "Thanks, well done. Here's some money." And I was like,
0: "Now I'm a prostitute."
1: Oh, nice. So yeah, you know so what? I banged an old lady and I got paid for it.
0: That wasn't as um, taboo back then, I don't think. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, maybe so not. it just
1: feels like, uh...
0: yeah, it was kind of funny though because just you know, all my my
1: modern day sensibilities were like, oh. He a prostitute. Yeah. And uh, that husband, I'm thinking he might just get off on that. That He was just like, yeah, I'll sit outside and just like let my old lady get porked.
0: I tried to romance Odessa. Um, yeah. Odysseus. She was not having any of that from me. She was like flirting with me for a long oh. time. And then I said something and she wasn't having it. And then she just walked away. I
1: said something that was a little too honest or mean or something and
0: she was just like oh yeah no i didn't think it was mean i just i didn't know the way because when it, you're reading something you don't know exactly how they're gonna say it yeah um i guess i took it the wrong way <laughs> my character is a shitty liar like
1: whenever there's a little um the the justice scales that means you can lie uh-huh. and that that is a lie and every time i say anything that's a lie they're like haha Shut you're up. lying they instantly just go like well, that's not true. And I was like, but you didn't even give me a chance. You know, <laughs> nice. Good job. I don't know what stat Good I have. Good job, Rob. To... Yeah, Good I job. I don't know what stat I have to up to be able to lie in this game, but uh, so far my lies aren't going very well. You're a prostitute
0: that can't lie. <laughs> Good luck with that, career. i going to be super honest about everything. <laughs> Who knew? Uh, sweet. So it's time, it's, time, it's time for us to learn? It's time to learn. It's Let time learn. for the word of the week. Uh, the word of the week is rewild. Rewild? Yeah.
1: All right. Well, um, I imagine that is a verb. Yes. And I would think it would probably be to return something to the wild or to go feral from a place of being tamed. Yes. What's the more succinct But in definition?
0: the context of what?
1: Oh, I was thinking animals.
0: Um close but um it's to return land to a more natural state oh
1: i did not think about that all right so it's like yeah Mm
0: de-industrialization yeah and i'm all about that well especially with the
1: news that if we don't make some severe changes to the uh environment to the environment in the next
0: 12 years we all gonna die uh, it's going to happen eventually anyway. Yeah, I'm glad, the year is have... going to hit us. The earthquake's going to take us out. Something. Yeah. There's going to be some super virus strain of the plague that's going to come and take us out. Something's going to uh, happen. Have you heard about the typhus outbreak downtown? No. Apparently there are fleas downtown
1: that are carrying typhus, which I believe typhus is something that caused the plague back in the day. So well,
0: typhus? fuck.
1: Which I mean, apparently, I like apparently now it's manageable, like with medication. I imagine it's the elderly, children, and those with compromised immune systems that are most at risk. Um, but a lot of people are saying, like, all right, cool. This is probably having something to do with the sort of global sweep- warming. No, it has probably something to do with the sweeping homeless problem that we have. Oh yeah. Well, it's like there was a hepatitis breakout on the streets of uh, last year of San Diego last year. Yeah, due to the homeless population. I um that. and so. Like, it's just so, it's such a bummer that, like, I mean, seriously, people are in a bad fucking place, and, like, and unfortunately, because of our inability to help them, it's actually affecting others now. Yeah. Like, it's, it's going up, like, the problems are, are working their way upward. Yeah. Not just of homelessness, but now
0: disease. Well, there's also the um, the threat of, because of global warming, You're like, well, if those fucking glaciers start melting, and who knows what kind of diseases have been like encapsulated in there? Oh God! And like
1: prehistoric, like yeah, like ancient bacteria. Yeah. So
0: get to deal with that too.
1: I don't like that story. (laughs) Well, this is not a doomsday podcast. Let's keep going.
0: Yeah, let's do this. Well, thank
1: you for teaching me what what rewild means because I did not know. Yes. Um, so, uh, The Vinyl Frontier is uh, just all tumbleweeds right now. There's nothing there.
0: Nothing there?
1: Nothing to talk about.
0: You're not about. listening to anything cute? I'm always listening to something cute, but it's just Something nothing... Halloweeny. No, not really. Nothing well, you can already. listen to Elvira's music uh, on Spotify. Really? Yeah. She has some really cheesy Halloween music that's kind of fun. Nice. It's very 70s-ish. Um, well, uh, well, too bad, because you have to stop right there, because you just got stuck in a graphic jam. Oh. oh. <laughs> Oh god. Is everyone okay? <laughs> nope. Oh god, did someone die? Yes, because we just read and finished Uzumaki, which I started last week, but I'm going to finish this week. This is Satan's book. <laughs> it's so evil. Did you enjoy it? I love it. Oh, okay. It's the most grotesque graphic novel I have ever read in my life <laughs> it is so foul and full of just dank, God, foul dank chaotic disgusting imagery let me just pull out a story out of my ass that's from this book because it's basically a book of situations where you do follow a storyline with this girl in the sky and you kind of follow them because somehow they keep escaping this craziness that is the spiral and taking over their city Mm -hmm. but okay so there's this one part where this girl the main girl and i forget her name we'll just call her alice okay where alice gets stuck um she gets hurt and she has to go to the hospital and her um cousin is in the room next door and she's pregnant she's gonna have her baby and at night they realize that people are dying and disappearing in the hospital and they don't know why and mind you, this episode, or um, yeah, this episode is called mosquitoes. And so, what's happening is that all the pregnant women in the hospital are basically sucking the blood of other patients to feed their babies, because that's what mosquitoes do. Because only female mosquitoes yeah. suck blood to feed their babies. And so, they're drilling holes in people with an actual drill. I
1: literally was just on those pages. Really? I was, like, slowly going through, (laughs) and I saw, yeah, some uh, women straddling people with, like, a a thing they were driving into their necks.
0: They look like zombie women at this point, and they're just, like, drinking their blood with a... uh, Squeeze, squeeze! So fucking gross. And, um, yeah, and so they feed their baby. Well, it gets even better. So... Because this girl who's seen everything, she cannot con- um, convince anybody to stop it. The babies are all born, gorgeous and happy. Everybody's healthy. But these babies have very swollen stomachs. Oh, I just saw those And why two, are they, they so swollen? Like, and then the spirals are appearing on the baby's stomachs, which turn out to be these like porous ugh, mushrooms that are growing out from the umbilical cord that people are now hungry because this whole place is infested and start eating and then they start becoming crazy and this crazy cycle happens where the babies are now have this like mind force where they can tell people what they want to do. And they're like, we want to go back into our moms. We don't want to be out here. Let's go back home. So they have the doctors sewing the babies back up into the <laughs> into the uh, mothers. And then the vicious like mosquito cycle ends again where the mom needs to drink to like feed her baby again. It's this, disgusting. This book is rated teen. It's so foul. It's so foul. I cannot wait to see the movie, by the way.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was talking to somebody at work about the movie. They were like, yeah, it's not good.
0: No? But that
1: trailer was fucking upsetting. You should watch it and Report back anyway.
0: I think I will. Yeah,
1: I think it's like normal horror.
0: Even when it's bad, it's still kind of good. Yeah. I have no expectations. So, that's Uzumaki. Nice. Totally recommend it. (laughs) All 600 monster evil pages. You know what? I read this in three sittings, and it didn't take that long, so there's really a, it's a lot of its imagery and not too much reading on each page so you, you kind of you know fly right through it Neat. uh yeah so are you ready for a new section for October rob oh
1: shit i was partially ready i started working on this but i need to continue working so you can you go and
0: then i will i will catch up well we're going to do a new small little section called halloween <laughs> movies <laughs> awesome. uh, we're just going to say what we think are our favorite like what do we watch every year for Halloween like our top three y'all yeah. and for me my top three movies that I must watch every year are Elvira mistress of the dark mm-hmm. which I typically will play on silent at my parties for Halloween and it will just be like the background imagery on the TV because I love that movie Um. My second movie is Rocky Horror Picture Show Mm. because it's one of of my favorite movies ever, but I'm not always in the mood to watch it because it's very long and I just, for some reason, I'm not always in the mood to watch it. So at least if I can watch it once a year during Halloween, it's like perfect for me. Yeah. Love that movie. And uh, my last uh, must-see is Hocus Pocus, which I just finished. And I love it. So nothing was, it's actually scary in my list, but for Travis's list, he would have Trick or Treat, which is one of his favorite, he watches it every year, so. Yeah. Well, it's funny, because I don't really
1: have, like, movies I have to watch every year, but I was just sort of thinking about, like, the movies that I feel hold up and I could watch probably every year. Yeah. Um. And so the first one I actually wrote was Trick or Treat. Sweet. Just because the first time I ever saw that was with Travis. He showed it to me for the first time, and that I think movie, I was with you. Yeah, and that movie's yeah. just—it's so enjoyable, and it's just—it just breezes right by. It's just this wonderful little triptych of evil stories or whatever. It's so fun. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and I just adore that movie. Um, and it was a fun maze at, yeah. uh, at Horror Nights. Um, next up, *Rosemary's Baby*. Classic. I fucking love that movie.
0: You know what I don't think I've ever seen it
1: it is so cool Is it really Yeah it's great it's it's slow it's like a 70s horror film yeah. it's not overtly it's not full of jump scares it's more about dread um Yeah but like the cool thing is and um forgive me if I've already told you this uh, I heard like stories it's like the movie is as is a masterclass in framing in that it's uh, the movie derives a ton of its suspense from denying viewers information and so, like one scene that in particular uh, has, I believe, Rosemary and her neighbor Minnie uh, in the kitchen talking, and um, they can see, like, she can see. So you're from her point of view almost. Yeah. Um, the camera is. Uh, you can see like a doorway, and through the doorway, you can see. Or you know, her husband is in the other room talking to the to Minnie's husband. Okay. And all you can see is like a foot. Sticking out of the door frame, that's like you know clearly like a leg is crossed. You can see like a foot and like a hand holding a cigarette, mm-hmm. and like you know they're talking, but like you don't really know about what. And it's just you, you're denied a lot of information because you're not in that room. Yeah, and apparently in theaters, people were actually like leaning to in their see chairs, as they could see in there as if they could see around a door frame, and it was a complete involuntary response. Like the whole theater, like I, I read a thing saying like people in the theater would shift because they thought like. It was just, obviously, like, there was no conscious thought being like, oh, if I move, I can see that. But yeah. it was more their body just kind of leaned because it wanted to see. Yeah. Um, it's a really cool kind of thing. I-, I love Rosemary's Baby. It is absolutely just, um, I mean, f- feel how you do about Roman Polanski. I know that that is a uh, troublesome topic, topic for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, but that movie is really something very special. Nice. Um, and then lastly... uh. One of my absolute favorite horror movies of all time, and I've seen it probably more than most horror films, uh, The Blair Witch Project. Oh, wow. I love the original Blair Witch Project.
0: I love it, too. Like and I it, haven't watched that in so many years. I
1: was kind of like a tour guide on that kind of movie for people, I feel. Like, so many of my friends hadn't seen it. and That's a good one for Stephen to
0: watch. Has he not seen it? Probably not, because he's just now getting into horror films. Oh my god, it's
1: so good! We should watch that. That'd be so good. Yes. Um, cause yeah. Um. Because yeah, like Blair Witch, it's like it, it's it feels weird doing this because I feel like a good movie shouldn't need this to work. But like, part of what made Blair Witch so good was that like it pretended like it was real. Yeah. And so you it's have like to...
0: found footage,
1: exactly, and, it,
0: and nobody it, knew if it was real or not. And yeah,
1: like Heather. Josh and Mike weren't doing interviews to promote this movie because for all we knew, they were dead. dead or mm-hmm. missing. We had no idea what happened to them until we saw the movie. And so, like, um, whenever I went to go see it with somebody, like, I saw it in theaters five times in two weeks. In,
0: Damn, girl. In
1: three states, each time with a different group of people. Because I kept going with, like, different family members that hadn't seen it or whatever. And, like, I realized quickly that, like, what you need to do to give that movie additional gravity is you need to go to the website. Because they did such a really great website that had the timeline that talked about Ellie Kedward and Rustin Parr and, like, all these historical moments that made the Burkittsville um, happenings so interesting. And, like, the the lore behind the Blair Witch. Because the movie actually doesn't do a great job of explaining the Blair Witch. But the website did.
0: And if you
1: go into the movie having just looked at the website, which I think the DVD actually has the timeline on it, so you can just do the DVD instead – um, the special features, uh-huh. but, like, um, they did such a good job of creating this world around everything, and, like, giving you real stuff, where, like, when you suddenly see something in the movie, if you know about the timeline, you just sort of, you get the goosies, and, like, you just kind of know, like, oh 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 this is bad. And, like, you know, and, th- and even then seeing the movie, like, you kind of get the idea, but, like, it has additional weight. And so, like, I have actually kind of escorted many people through their first Blair Witch experience uh, who had never seen it. Because it's just such a cool movie, and it really needs it needs a little bit of a chaperone at times.
0: Yeah, no, I hear you. But oh, I, I mean, it, I right. went into it not knowing if it was real or not, mm. and I did not look at the website. But it scared the shit out of me.
1: Well, it's like I found that the first time I saw it when I was in Palmdale. I was like what sixteen, and I went with a group of friends, and I was the one that like set up the whole. We should go see this movie. I hear it's great. Uh, Everyone hated it, and everyone hated me for it, (laughs) uh, for taking them to it. Um, And I was like, dude, I didn't make the movie. I just heard it was cool. Uh, And I was, like, bummed. And the problem is I felt like everybody – because I was a bunch of teenagers, and I think everybody didn't want to be scared. They wanted to be braver, and they wanted to be stronger than this movie. Yeah. And so everyone was like, man, it wasn't scary. And they just, like, walked away, and I was like, okay, cool. Um, And then later, when I got to see it again in Texas, I was visiting family. And I went to go see it with my cousin. And we went and looked at the website first. And then we saw it in theaters. And, like, the theater also was freezing as hell. So it was, like, really great because you were cold like they were. Mm-hmm. And um, the movie just landed. Every time they had, like, a really creepy moment, like, you'd see couples get closer together. And, like, when you saw a thing that I won't say in case Steven listens to the podcast, I want to ruin it for him. Like, whenever you'd see something, you'd hear people go, like, oh, my God. Oh, it's like, dude, oh, my God. Do you know what that means? Like, everyone just, like, would whisper. It was, like people were so engaged and they were so interacting with what this movie wanted them to do that it made everything better. It made everything scarier. Plus, there's
0: no soundtrack.
1: Oh. So it's literally yeah. the sounds of the wilderness. Well, and the last scene does an amazing sort of bit of sound design trickery that's really cool. We can talk about that offline.
0: I forget. We can talk it's about it because it's while. fucking cool.
1: Um, and, now that you, and once you hear it, you'll be like, oh, I totally get it when you see it. It's so cool. Um, But like... Uh, and then afterwards, when we walked out of the theater, we kept talking about it, and we talked about how it related to like the lore, as if it was real. And by the time we got to the car, we were freaking out. <laughs> like oh, we'd managed to freak ourselves out worse. And then I walked home. Or I know she dropped me off at my dad's house, and I was staying with my dad. And my dad's not used to having kids stay with him. Walked into a completely black house. Oh God! Well, it was y- awful. It was oh, terrifying. Don't look. No, it's funny because I, 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 so I literally got home and I was like, I, I got home and I just, I, I walked in, I shut the door and I'm standing in the dark. I know where my room is. And so I walked to the room and I just get there and I was like, okay. And like, this, and here's the thing, it's like, I'm a very logical person and this is not how my brain works. It got inside your head. Oh my God. And it was like, that's why, I, that's why I know a horror movie is so good yeah. when it forces me to think like an idiot. Cause I was standing in the, I was standing in this room, like fully dressed. I'm just standing there and I'm like okay i can either turn on the light because this is just a room Mm
2: -hmm.
1: however if there is anything in this room that i'm not currently expecting i will shit (laughs) and possibly die i was like so i could do that or i could just like strip down to my boxers And crawl into bed bed and just just go to bed. Hope I wake up in the morning, which is what I did. (laughs) I was actually too afraid to turn on the light because I was worried that I was going to see something I didn't want to see. It was completely, it was completely
0: illogical, and so not who I am. And it was
1: horrifying.
0: That's like me. Like I always bring up Candyman. I the movie movie wasn't so scary to me. It was the after effect that it had on me, the psychological effect. I could not. Look into my mirror in my bedroom <laughs> because I was afraid I would see something I don't want to see. That movie speaks to the power of
1: myth. It's really some powerful stuff. Yeah. Um, maybe, yeah, Blur Witch, I actually stand by that choice. That, <laughs> that's ever, probably the best choice I've, I've made on this list. Since,
0: since this is becoming kind of like a Halloweeny podcast, yeah. do you ever just like when you're in a room just or and like you're just sitting there and nobody else is there. I always just find myself staring into a mirror or the reflection of the black TV that's not turned on. And just, I just wait and I just look to see if anything's actually like I catch a glimpse of a spirit or something that's not real or like I have never noticed before because when you're in the, you don't notice it unless you're in the moment looking for it. I do not. However,
1: I have had enough nightmares about people hiding in my apartment oh that that's pretty creepy they're awful every time the nightmares happen they're always they always end poorly
0: um and like people or things People, Sir. people huh. um well
1: i have had a lot of nightmares where like i like were in my nightmare i wake up on the couch from a nap or whatever and i happen to look and the garage door is one foot off off the ground and i was like okay it's one foot i doubt anyone would have crawled under there but what if someone did? Mm-hmm. And next thing I know, I'm looking through the house to make sure there's no one in there. And gotcha. then inevitably, there's usually someone behind a door. And they, they usually tackle me. I've actually woken up. Um,
0: I think it's as we played that game together. No, no this is years ago. I oh.
1: year, like as a kid, I had these dreams. Oh. And um, one time my mom woke me up because I was trying to scream. But it sounded like I had the wind knocked out of me. Because mm-hmm. in my dream, I got knocked to the floor and I couldn't scream and i was struggling to yell and one time my mom like stormed into my room and like woke me up because i was just
0: like Like a lucid dream or i was
1: just doing like this breathless Uh, heaving heave scream kind of thing from my bed yeah Uh, yeah and that's happened unfortunately more than once i've had many dreams like this uh but like especially if i'm alone and like Uh if todd's out of town or whatever any noise i actually tend to investigate and um Like, you know, I have door hangers from, like, hotels. Like, please make up this room on some doorknobs. And so I'm always looking to see if any of those are swinging.
0: Interesting. Because that would have meant
1: that somebody shut that door recently. And so, like, I actually tend to – I mean, it's not a a common occurrence because, honestly, like, I'm fairly logical. Yeah. But at some points, my imagination will go nuts. And that's when I start to, like, look under beds, check behind doors. I will look in closets. I will actually press against clothing in the closets. Like, it's a weird thing where it
0: just, it kind of makes me feel a little bit better, and then I can go to bed yeah. or whatever. Because I'm on the third floor, and there's really nothing, like, below me, I'm not, it doesn't, you're on the first floor. Yeah. So it's quite a different story. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I could see why I'd be scared. That's like, living in a house always kind of terrified me. Travis and I, we grew up in the country, Mm. in a beautifully it was a gorgeous house we my dad designed it or was one of the designers and gorgeous Mm. but the front end of the house and the back end of the house were connected by a very long hallway Mm. and the hallway was completely glass on one side Mm. and so when you walked there you know the we were on two acres, so you couldn't see out there in the dark. Yeah. But you knew there was a backyard. You knew there was a pool, but you couldn't see shit. Ugh. And so when you're walking down, it, it, like it just to scare the shit out of friends who would stay the night yeah. because they're like, you can't see anything. What if somebody's like looking at you because you can see in, but they yeah. can't, I mean, yeah. they can see in, but you can't see out. And I'm like, I just never think about the it. But then you said that. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. I always think that there's probably like, country animals like foxes coyotes are probably out there and they they can see you mm-hmm. so it's always weird knowing that animal eyes are probably on you but other than that i was never that scared yeah
1: yeah no it's it's pretty. i i, I love that irrational fear but also you know it's nice when you can actually turn it off
0: yeah
1: um because yeah like totally. I, I uh yeah, at least apartment living does actually sort of, like, demystify that a little bit, just because you're so close to people at yeah. all times. Like, people house... are above
0: you, below you, around you. Totally. Always. Well, like,
1: well, sorry, my mom, um, sorry, like, growing up, my mom wasn't especially uh, strict about any movies I could or couldn't see. Like, mm-hmm. I watched Showgirls with her. Uh-huh. And we both laughed our asses off. It's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> but, like, um, yeah, my mom was always really cool about movies, and there was, like, one movie that she did not want me to see. And I didn't really understand. And it was like the 1992 or 1993 remake of Cape Fear. Okay. With Jessica Lange and uh, Robert De Niro. Yeah. And Nick Nolte and Juliette Lewis. Um,
0: I don't think I've seen it. It's
1: great. It is like horror done so well. It's directed by Martin Scorsese.
0: I think I've seen it, but it was so long ago I don't remember it. Well,
1: it's fantastic. And like I didn't realize how much uh, the episode Cape Fear of... The Simpsons with with Sideshow Bob is based on that movie, mm-hmm. and I think at that point I'd already seen the movie Fatal Instinct, which actually parodies. God, I love that. Me too, and it parodies Cape Fear pretty intensely. And um, but like I was always like, Mom, what's your fu- Like, what's your deal? Like, why is this such a a, a a an issue for you? This one movie. Yeah. Um, and she said that it had to do with the fact that like uh Max the Max Grady is that the Robert De Niro's character, mm-hmm. uh, the fact that he's so um. She said, he's just sadistic, and he just enjoys hurting people, and it made her uncomfortable. And I was like, "Eh, that doesn't seem right. Um, And I think I figured it out. Um, So apparently, well, that movie upset her a lot, and that's why she didn't want anyone else to see it. But, like, in that movie, uh, the leads have, like, a 14-year-old daughter named Danielle. And my sister's name is Danielle, and at the time, she was... Fifteen years old, and like just the fact that like there's a creepy guy coming after an underage girl, and she's too dumb to know to not do anything about it. Yeah, and he's dangerous. Like hell, he bites. You know, some he bites people's like he he like he does damage to people's bodies, and um, and so I think that made my mom uncomfortable. Like the whole thing about having like a teenage daughter who's like potentially a victim that you can't really fully protect. Yeah, but then um, also it turns out the reason why she went to go see it with her boss and her boss's wife at the time. And uh, Which is per
0: isn't it like a Oh no, keep no. going.
1: But like so she went to go see it with with Dr. Lind and his wife Terry and um who she worked for at the time. And um the weekend she went to go see it, my sister and I were visiting our dad in Vegas and my now ex stepdad was working off site in Florida for like six months. So my mom was in a giant house by herself came home from a movie that deeply upset her, and apparently she does, she will admit this, she would not let her boss leave until he checked under all the beds and in all the closets. Wow. My mom was terrified by that movie, and so that's why she was so weird about me seeing it. Of course, I saw it, like, when I was, I I finally saw it when I got to college, and I saw it, and I was like, this is amazing. It is a, it's an absolutely spectacular movie.
0: I had to rewatch that one.
1: It is good. I can bring that one, too
0: gosh rob you have everything
1: well t- when i see a movie that I, if i speak that highly about a movie i probably bought it <laughs> yeah probably <laughs> anyway so uh, probably um. <laughs> i like this new segment though of like halloween goodness i think we should keep dusting off horror noteworthy horror films to
0: talk about for the rest of the month i like that Right. Yes. we don't have very many casts left the rest of this month so we might as well yeah right yeah just keep dusting off those horror classics yeah i love that
1: yours are all fun
0: I know. Well, Pet Cemetery is one of my favorite horror films. I know you but... love Aunt Zelda. Fuck Aunt Zelda. She's so creepy.
1: <laughs> so, what do you think? Oh, so I guess we can move on to some news with that whole thing. What do you think about the new Pet Cemetery? Have you watched that trailer?
0: I haven't seen it. Ah! I didn't even know there was one until I saw um, Entertainment Weekly the other day. And I was like, hold the phone? I'm not just saying
1: it because it came out of, uh, of the company I work for. But yeah. um, it is a cool spot. It's a
0: cool trailer. Yeah. That I can't. Yeah, I want to see it because I mean, I mean, why not? The so. one thing that bums me out, and this is not a spoiler. Um, the it bums me out
1: that the they changed the breed of cat.
0: Well, I'm oh, I like, saw it. it's like the little. It just looks like a lion, tabby. tabby yeah. yeah, it looks like
1: a tabby cat. Or instead of that sort of, I don't even know what breed Church was in the nineteen nineties. A film. black cat. No, he was like gray with like the That's... yellow eyes, like. He was like one of those cats, not a Scottish Fold, because those are the ones with the weird ears. But like, mm. I can't remember what the breed is, but it's like a blue. Oh, I that's guess would be the term, right, because it's gray. Um, and I love that, like that, because that, like, honestly, like, I feel like if growing up, if my cat had been run over by a truck and I buried it in a special place and it came back to life, I would be able to pick it out from another cat because yeah. my cat looked like every other fucking cat. Yeah, but that gray cat with the yellow eyes that cat's iconic when it was alive. Yeah. And like, if that cat comes back,
0: you know, that's your cat. This one looks pretty, I don't know. You, I think you'd know if this one was your cat too. Well, I mean, Also, <laughs> like, people say all pugs look the same and I can pick out
1: one pug from another just because you grow Braddock up. doesn't look like any no, other pug well, I've ever seen. Braddock is a special case, but even like, even fawn pugs, I can tell you the difference between two fawns. Like gotcha. With the black mask, they all have the same characteristics, but like, if you, it's like, I, I dated someone who was an identical twin. I could tell them uh, apart.
0: Oh, I remember. Yeah, yeah it's like
1: you, when you date somebody who like has a match, you just kind of learn to recognize the person that you know yeah. and the person that you
0: know less. Well, my dad's an identical twin. So. I did not know that. Yeah. That's So funny. he always had, my dad's always had a mustache, and his uh, brother has always been, like, clean-shaven. Got it. Until they decided to both become Looking like doctors, and they both got goatees, and now it's like, who's who? <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I had no idea that you're. Yeah. Wow. I used to always mistake my uncle for my dad when I was younger. Was I always mistook my uncle for my dad whenever I called? Because like they lived for they
1: lived together for a minute, um, a couple years ago, they have exactly the same voice. That's very funny. Like, but like my dad doesn't have a twin. Like this brother is years younger than him, but they just have the same voice. Huh. Interesting. And they answer the phone the same way, which is super annoying. <laughs>
0: should tell him to stop.
1: Well, they don't live together anymore, so it's fine. Okay. Good. If I call my dad's cell phone and my uncle George answers, uh I should probably be worried. I think that means something bad happened. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so, uh yeah, no 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 chance to be mad there. It's more just being concerned. Yeah. All right. So, let's talk about some news. All right. Well, first off, you should watch the Pet Cemetery trailer cuz it's out
0: and it's good. Okay. I'll watch that tonight. Right before bed. Also, yeah. speaking of trailers, teasers, the Aladdin teaser came out. Is why I've heard it and i looked at the very end because i just wanted to see aladdin but i haven't actually like watched it
1: all the way through yet but it sounded nice
0: it looks just like the cartoon looks <laughs> <Basically>. <laughs>
1: i have gotten in many sort of uh, philosophical debates with a co-worker and friend about it because he's excited about the casting
0: because uh the guy who plays jafar is beautiful i i I remember him being cast but now i cannot tell you who it is like he's
1: he's got a bunch of really great looking shirtless instagram photos he's a handsome dude and i was saying that i think that's poor casting (laughs) And, and our friend was my friend was like no come on it's good he's beautiful and like you know and he's uh like representation you know the right nationality all those things and i was like yeah except jafar I consider him to be like an old geezer, an old de sexed queen. Like, <laughs> seriously, like, I think Jafar sleeps in those robes. Like, I don't think Jafar has ever been naked ever. Like, and I because like, all the, all the pictures I've seen of this actor, he's shirtless. Yeah. And I was like, there's a time and a place. If Jafar is shirtless, I'm going home. Because I feel like Jafar is supposed to be, yeah, a
0: bitter old queen. Maybe he's a young. This is before he became a barrel queen, but now he's just a young queen. No, I like Jafar. He's a yas queen.
1: I like Jafar as a <laughs> bitter old man who just can't get it anymore, and that's why he's out to get everybody.
0: That's pretty sad, Rob.
1: But that's who Jafar is. He's pretty sad.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I always loved Jafar. No,
1: I love Jafar too, but I honestly, like, he's covered head to toe, and I don't think... I don't think he even takes those things off to bathe. I think he just wears those robes all the time.
0: Well, when he dresses as the old man to get Aladdin out of... Oh, He yeah. has his little knock knees going. And... So there's a reason why he stays all covered <laughs> up. He's he cold. Skip- he skips leg day. <laughs> he's cold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not enough meat on his bones. <laughs> huh. Nice. Um, yeah. So, well, that's... How about you go? All
1: mm-hmm. right. Well, um, so uh, I haven't actually gotten into Overwatch for the Halloween event, and I need to. But today they just announced that Destiny is having its Halloween event, which is called the Festival of the Lost. Um, I've enjoyed it every past couple of years. They do origami masks that are kind of creepy um, of other characters. So like you can dress up like other characters, but it's like a really low poly um, geometric huh, like version. Yeah. Like of like a uh, origami mask. Mm-hmm. Super cool. Um, so that event, of the Festival of the Lost, goes from the 16th, which is yesterday from when this podcast comes out, through the 6th of November. Nice. But on the 30th, apparently, everything will change, and there's going to be some sort of mystery that happens on the 30th.
0: Interesting. So it's kind of cool that they're doing, like, an
1: event, and it has, like, a checkpoint where, like,
0: something's going to get a little weird. Nice. But they haven't said what, but I'm very excited. I wish they would do that with Overwatch's Halloween, but... Right. It's cool. It's cute still. They still got it going on. Nice. Um so Siri and Yennefer have been cast for The Witcher. I heard. Yes, and there's a whole hoopty-who and what what and you know, we don't get it and who are who are these people? They both seem very young to me. Well, um Freya Allen who plays Siri is young. Okay. But Siri is young. Well, yeah, but even Yennefer looks too young to me um i think it might just be the photo of her though i think she's actually i don't know how old she is she looks fine to me i mean there's her picture i can see it when well, she has her face done up yeah, and her hair done she
1: seems very plain in that photo so i feel like they're gonna have to glam
0: her the fuck up yeah because like
1: Jennifer is put together
0: yeah, I mean, she's definitely a sorceress who loves her makeup. Yeah, I, I, mean, I feel like Siri is a little bit more natural and a little bit more tomboyish. Except Siri has, like, the craziest under-eye eyeliner oh, yeah. in the but, video game. But, like,
1: even just the way, the way her hair is, the way it's kind of in like, a, a bun, almost. Is it a bun?
0: Yeah, it's it's called a—what a, are those—it's, like, a French word. I don't know. <laughs>
1: that thing it's but that her hair is up like yeah. in a very like i got shit to do kind of way yeah while yennefer has those long flowing like very carefully draped over her like she's always yennefer has always found her light yes siri has like found mud because <laughs> you she's young so she's fine yeah. when she's running around like you know getting shit done yeah but like yennefer i feel like she's gotten shit done and now she gets
0: to like lay there and be powerful and pretty I think the um, I agree, and I think the breaking point of this character, for me, well, is not her looks, necessarily, but I have to hear her voice. I haven't heard her voice oh. yet. It has to be very commanding, mm. and it can't be mousy, or that will just completely turn me off. And she's British, right? Or it, Is she British, this girl? I, I don't know. know. I have no idea. Everything she's in is... Well... I don't know, so it's all American stuff she's in. So hmm. I guess we'll find out. I don't know. Well, I kind of well, like an accent. A
1: lot of productions are American, <laughs> so I imagine they will. I mean, actually, I wonder if no, because it's funny, like Geralt
0: can... doesn't have an accent,
1: well, Henry, but Henry Cavill, Cavill does. does. So I don't know. We'll see.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll just have to. I think it will be the tone of her voice that will break it for me. So,
1: but you're on board with the the casting, though.
0: Yeah, I think she's cool. She looks good. All right, then. Yeah.
1: Well, speaking of Netflix shows, uh,
0: did you ever watch Iron Fist? No. I wouldn't start now. I was going to say, I heard the reviews.
1: Well, yeah, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't start now because that show just got canceled. Oh, goodbye. Uh, the first Marvel uh, series from Netflix to be canceled.
0: I was just going to ask that.
1: Yeah, which is funny. That always seemed like, you know, Defenders, Iron Fist, Daredevil, Punisher, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, were all kind of like a package deal. And uh, Iron Fist uh, made it through two seasons. The first season was like, kind of uh panned pretty you know uh uniformly like no one really cared for it yeah and apparently season two uh equally bad metacritic score it went up like six points from like 31 to 37 i think it was not very highly regarded but apparently at the very end of the second season they kind of set up a really great arc that people were kind of excited about for season three but it's not happening.
0: Maybe it will happen in another character story and he'll make an appearance. It could happen in The
1: Defenders. Like, I think they've kind of said even like, yeah, like Iron Fist's show is done. We're not done with a character. Because yeah. I mean, yeah, he has overflow into other stuff.
0: He's that's... just not a character I'm that interested in. I wasn't interested. By interest... himself.
1: Well, and also, I don't really, I'm not that, that interested in the actor,
0: even. Yeah, I don't even know who plays him. He was the gay
1: lover of um, Renly in season two of game of thrones he's oh yeah he's cute marjorie tyrell's yeah. brother.
0: Yeah, I remember yeah him. so anyway so right. yeah iron fist gone gone do you have more news uh, um nope all right that's it well
1: um toys r us their bankruptcy bankruptcy proceedings have ceased for the time being um they are currently uh i think they're trying to figure out exactly what they're going to do
0: you talked about this last time they've come
1: back out you now though now as jeffrey's toy box
0: okay and they made
1: like an announcement via twitter that jeffrey's back from vacation um so (laughs) no one knows what it means yet it could mean some stores like last i heard they would want to reopen some stores but some people theorize that maybe they're going to become an online presence like amazon but just for toys So like your go-to toy destination but it'll all be just still web based so um we don't know yet but um i enjoy keeping everyone up to date on what's happening with toys r us because it's just it's it's been a uh very interesting saga yeah. So far. And also, it's just Toys R Us is such an important piece of my youth. And yeah. I feel like part of yours too, probably. I was
0: looking at old pictures of Toys R Us because I follow a lot of um, like retro, like love the 80s kind of Instagrams. Oh, yeah. And remember when the buildings used to be like with the pinstripes of the different colors and yeah. then Jeffrey's head was the big sign? Mm-hmm. Those were the days. Well, I, I love that little room where you got your video games from. That was like my favorite thing, taking the
1: slip and like. You know, paying 50 bucks and then going to little like glass, oh, prison yeah, the little where they'd hand you the copy of the game, the little I
0: papers yeah. and the little blue envelopes, yeah. plastic envelope. That's right. Um,
1: well, and also like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Toys R Us, like, it's just, yeah, I feel like it's an important piece of the past. It really is. Can
0: it last? I guess we'll find out.
1: We will, yeah, but yeah, like, um. It's just been such a ride seeing those sort of like come and go, yeah. Um, so, there you go. Cool. um, next up, um, so this is a, a random thing that I don't know if it's going to continue happening, but I do like the idea of it. So, um, let me take you back. So, like Nintendo Switch online service, yeah. We talked about. It. I think it's like thirty bucks or twenty bucks for like the year. It's pretty cheap. Yeah. It comes with like twenty NES games that you can just play, um, as long as you are an active online member. And they're doing some classics, you know, some Legend of Zelda here, Excitebike there, you know, some some classic original NES titles. Um, They just added something to it. So now it's over 20. And um, they added a thing called Legend of Zelda, the Living Life of Luxury Edition, which apparently is a version of the original Legend of Zelda with a few extra little unlocks. That were originally in the game or added? Added. It's like almost like they give you a good uh, save state to work from. Okay. And so it's kind of a cool way to sort of like ease the difficulty for those that have problems. So you can still experience the game, but without less, without so much of the challenge. Um, So with this living the life of luxury edition, which is free, um, as long as you're, you know, an online member, it's just another sort of thing there. Um, You begin the game with all equipment, including the white sword, the magical shield, the blue ring, and even the power bracelet.
0: Do you know how hard those things were to find? The they're, they're fucking hidden in bushes. The and blue
1: ring is fucking mean. Of course, like you still have to get the red ring, you still have to get the magical sword. Yeah. But you at least have the white sword. Um, but like it starts you off in a pretty good place. And it also starts you, I think, with two hundred and fifty-five rupees. So you have a full wallet. And um and that way you can go and at least start the game with a little bit of a leg up and uh give it your best, which I think is kind of a cool
0: reasonable update it is definitely the wave of this generation yeah like oh here's like here's a save state to make it easier for you here you go kids we know you're crying
1: and so like i've (laughs) beaten that game the hard way but i heard that and i was like that sounds fun I mean, yeah. Might yeah. as well revisit it now. Right? Because seriously, I, I'm too old to be punished by that game again. Yeah. I already did that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, 20 years ago, we right? were virile, we and now we're old, and try- we need some help. Yeah, seriously. Like, <laughs> these crutches. old bunches can't do it anymore. Um, so I
1: got a couple of last bits here. Um, Sony has uh, confirmed that they are working on the next PlayStation. Oh, okay. Fabulous. Which I'm assuming will be called the PlayStation 5. But, uh, you know, just if precedence stands. Uh, but, yeah, they've announced that they're officially doing it. which will probably
0: be, like, PlayStation V. Oh. We're so cool. Um,
1: and so, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. Like, I think probably timeline wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me if we heard about it in more detail at E3 next year. And maybe it came out by Christmas, maybe. Or maybe the next year. Who knows? We'll see. I feel like the PS4 is doing fine. That's great. It's a good system. I can't
0: wait for five.
1: Right? I, I will. I do hope that for the between the four and the five, they kind of realize that they need to enable more backward compatibility. I don't like the fact that the PS3 games don't work on the four. Like, and I feel like Xbox has done such a good job of trying to maintain your library and your accessories as they keep releasing new systems. Like, I think they're trying they're trying their best to sort of like keep you in one Xbox ecosystem, while PlayStation's like, here's your PlayStation Four ecosystem. Mm -hmm. and here's your playstation 3 ecosystem they shall never speak
0: yeah i know they need to fix that that's rude
1: i would like that it's just rude because yeah we paid for it oh and i put i put a weird amount of money into you know each console yeah and so it would be awesome if it was a little
0: bit more long term yeah because we can't fit all these consoles on our dams (laughs) on our on our uh, what is it called entertainment centers yeah Yeah. there's just not enough room anymore there's
1: not (laughs) My Switch is in a drawer. (laughs) Like, literally. Like, the dock is in a drawer in my entertainment center. That's so sad. I know. (laughs) Um, And uh, last two little bits of news here. Um, Borderlands 2 is coming to PlayStation VR in December on the 14th for 50 bucks down to only single player but it's kind of cool actually to think that you can play borderlands in vr because i love the style of that
0: world yeah i do the hand-drawn kind of look yeah i love the cosplayers who play as them because they have like the deep lines and
1: i love cell shade cosplay like yeah people dressing up as characters from the wolf among us was like one of my favorites right so cool um anyway so that's kind of fun if you're into borderlands which like i always enjoy borderlands not enough to probably buy it again but I, you know, the, the probably dozen hours I put into one and two were well, satisfying.
0: I worked with, um, at the time, I don't know what they identify as, but they were um, um, gender non-conforming at the time. Mm-hmm. And I did a TV show with this person and they were like Insta famous or YouTube famous or whatever for um, portraying Handsome Jack. Oh. Yeah. Nice. So they have like a cosplay following so it's cute that's awesome yeah
1: handsome jack's cool villain yeah and then um last little bit of news i have um is that hellblade sinua sacrifice is getting a physical release for playstation 4 and xbox one on december 4th uh for 30 bucks i absolutely adored that game my gushed up all about it you know when i played it mm-hmm. i guess last year um, and it's funny, because at the DICE Awards this last year, um, I ran into some of the team from Ninja Theory, and um, I was congratulating them on their wins, because they won several, and they deserved all of them. They were great. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just complimenting them on their game, and um, And I even said, I was like, hey, I'm just curious. Like, Loved your game. I found it very upsetting. Um, I don't know if I ever actually want to play it again, but... I feel like your game was important enough that I would love to have a copy on my shelf. Like, it feels like an important game that I think I should have a physical copy of. Mm-hmm. Because I would love to, be able to, like, loan it to a friend or buy it for a friend or whatever. Like, I just, I feel like it's a game that needs to be shared. And I don't think I want to play it again, but, like, I would love to have a copy. Do you have any plans for a digital, or for a physical release? And would do now. And she was like, well, no, not really. And I think that was actually probably the honest answer at the time. I think they probably weren't going to do it. But that game since it's gone multi-platform and just continues to win awards and it keeps getting spoken of so highly and it came to vr even for the vive like when i heard all that i'm sure i imagine when all that happened they were kind of like eh, we should do look into this so they're doing a physical edition which i'm very excited about buying
0: very cool uh,
1: even though i really don't want to experience that again
0: i didn't so i will have to for the first time it's, when you buy it and lend it to me <laughs> it's, it's it's upsetting and it's awesome um speaking of upsetting i did not read the article but did you do you know anything about the um uh 76 um fuck what's that game called fallout 76 what about it is there something going on with it that people don't like i haven't heard any scuttlebutt about fallout 76 okay So we won't talk about, maybe next week we'll touch up on that. Yeah, if you figure out what that is, let me know and we'll talk. Yeah, I just saw some articles that were like, oh, Fallout, is it even worth talking about, blah, blah, blah?" I'm like, okay, what's going on? I know so many
1: people are really excited about that game still. And, like,
0: I know that, like, the one little
1: bit of news I heard recently was, like, what, when the PlayStation 4 went cross-compatible for, like, or cross, like, you know, inter-console play, like, with um, Fortnite? Uh Uh-huh. A lot of people are are saying, like, oh, what game's next? What game's next? And Pete Hines, head of marketing at uh, Bethesda, spoke up and was like, Fallout 76 will never be cross-compatible. Just don't even ask. Like, not happening. Sorry. Period. The end. Don't ask.
0: I think I remember that.
1: Well, yeah. And it makes sense. That game probably would need, like, at the foundational level, some sort of cross-compatibility built into it. And I think it's gone way too far for them to sort of, like, shorn it in.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sweet. That's my news. Is it time for the crush? Crush. Of the week. Crush. crush. <laughs> yes, it is. Who wants to go first? You should go first. Okay, well, I think mine's. I think you could guess mine. Cassandra from Assassin's Creed Odyssey. She's right up my alley. She's basically diana from wonder woman she is actually (laughs) i was
1: and watching you i I watched you stream a little bit today and that skirt made me think a lot of like the wonder woman kind of totally armor skirt
0: which is why i don't want to wear a damn headdress because when i yeah yeah and you can take it off i thank you you have the power i have the power to remove the image but keep the actual power of the helmet so i shall do that um she's tall she's powerful and she's lovely and she's actually
1: built like a real person yeah like she's not way she, fish at all she is a strong woman she's
0: actually taller than most of the people she comes across too which i am super excited about because yeah. i'm taller than everybody i come across so <laughs>
1: was it she, she reminds me of like Fomka jansen she's just built like she's still built like a woman she's just very
0: like strong i love famka me too i like that comparison right i think but a good gal cousin. too Whenever yeah. you see a picture with Gal, she's like towering over everyone. Yeah. So, yeah. I nice. Like that. Cute. How about you? Uh,
1: mine, it's, it's, it's several people. Um, mine is the entire gang of the <laughs> demons from Spider-Man.
0: Are you going to get gang banged? <laughs> <laughs> I can crush
1: on a gang. I don't have to actually engage them. Um. But yeah, like, uh, I'm sure you've seen them. Uh, so um, the Sinister Six is that? No, Martin, oh. Martin Lee's
0: gang. So. Oh, I haven't played it.
1: Well, um, you, but yeah, I'm sure you and you've seen some footage. And uh, I'm hoping that maybe the mic will pick this up from far away. steven can you back me up here? They're cute. All right, thank you. He said that they're cute. Um, they're wearing masks. Yeah, they're wearing, oh, they're wearing masks, so uh-huh. you can't really tell if they're attractive or not. But they are some of the most. Dapper, fucking, well-dressed henchmen I have ever seen. Like, whether they're wearing a suit or, like, a turtleneck. Like, they're all wearing sort of different sort of things, all in the same color palette. And they all just look so fucking snappy. Ah! And I imagine they're all hot back there. Like, if any of them are as hot as 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 Martin Lee is,
0: then they doing fine. So are they wearing, like, what, demon masks? Mm-hmm. Which I like those like like sort of like Asian demon like the Japanese demon yeah
1: Mm. which like I like that yeah and then also seriously like they just are wearing really really just like they're they're dapper yeah they're wearing very well fitted suits and I I love a villain in a tie they go to the tailor right like they shop at Barney's they definitely like when they are getting ready to uh to go out and cause some trouble oh yeah they get that shit pressed (laughs) let's see so just take the phone and just look at them like you can see in this photo I'm showing you. There's two guys with ties and on the left in the darkness, there's a man in a turtleneck with a blazer. They are some well-dressed henchmen.
0: I love that you find that so hot.
1: Oh, my God. Seriously, like I love a man in a fitted suit who's trying to kill me, apparently.
0: Yeah, and you don't even know what their face looks like. Doesn't matter. Which is part of like the SM quality of this whole situation. <laughs> just adds to the mystery yes. of it all. But yeah, at least the guy whose
1: face you do see in the front is lovely. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna go with uh
0: I mean you already chose him, you might as well choose his gang too. Seriously, like he's just got to stuff all. Going on. I love it. <laughs> nice. Um uh, well that's that then. Very cool. Yeah, I'm sure they're hot underneath those masks. They're not burn victims or anything. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. It's definitely a roll of the dice in that one. It is. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay. Well, you can follow me at Satine the Dream on Instagram and Twitter or Satine on Twitch. And you can follow me at Fast Danger on Twitter or
1: at Mr. Gladstone where Mr. is spelled out on Instagram and Twitch. You can follow the
0: podcast at BitDiffPodcast on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube.
1: Or you can send us an email at BitDiffPodcast at gmail.com. We have new episodes every Wednesday. And would you kindly follow,
0: rate, and comment in iTunes and Google Play and smash that subscribe button in Spotify. Boing! And don't forget, we're going to be at Comic-Con October 27th at 2.30 p.m. Um, Yeah, downtown LA Comic-Con. Yep,
1: be there and be square. See you there, whoa,
0: whoa, whoa. and Chelsea's. Bye bye.